Can we not talk about that right now? Companionship? No, no, no. But that's why we're talking about it because companionship. Everyone's oh, you mean I have one dicks and pussies? No, no, no. There's relationships. No. There's friendships. Gross, dude. There is. Dude, there's... this is a PG podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there is. There's family relationships. No, this podcast there's is R for running. Work, <laughs> work relationships. Yeah, companionship is huge. Yep. The reason I thought about companionship was if you take they have all over social media streaming videos documentaries Mm. people that go out and live by themselves and that's a really cool thing but the majority of what I have seen is at a point they have to come back to society or at least need to be interacting with something that's why they'll be best friends with the bears yeah they'll be best friends with the bears and a fucking bear eats the fuck out of them you know what I mean like or like somebody mm. goes lives with the fucking the monkeys. It was like, oh yeah, they're my best well, friends. Yeah. And one dude. I just think went, that's just Detroit. Usually. It's like a <laughs> it's like a dolphin. If a dolphin's like by itself, a shark's gonna come and snatch that. But yeah, uh, I have one statement to say that that really will put an end to this entire conversation. I apologize, but get a dog. <laughs> get a dog. Get a dog. Get, get a dog. You, give you unlimited love okay. and affection. Yeah. And companionship. Okay. And so there you go, viewers. For everyone asking questions yeah. about companionship, that's wondering like, how do you feel like you have a companion in life? You just have to get a dog, get a pooch, and if you're horny and you need that companionship, get a jar of peanut butter. Peanut butter. You already have the dog. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Is that what it sounds like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you've never put peanut butter peanut butter on your wiener. And let an old pooch get the sandpaper licking. Yeah, I never done that. Then you haven't uh, lived. No, I've lived. No, I've lived. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna disappear. There's there's many black holes. I don't go down. <laughs> um, I don't jump in the volcanoes. So you only like blonde girls, or? <laughs> you said you said there's there's not many black holes that I won't go down, or there's a lot of black holes I won't go down. So. Only white women then? say that. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? Okay. I would never say that. I'm just a sweet Georgia peach. <laughs> and I would never do nothing like that. Gosh, you sound like I'm trying to molest you. Calm down. <laughs> we don't advocate molesting on this podcast. Companionship. You said get a dog. Can I have rebuttal? Rebuttal. Yeah, cross-reference. Rebuttal. Your Honor. Is that, that is that the dog's name? I'm saying that from having never purchased a dog in my adult life. So you don't even fucking know. You don't even have one. <laughs> well, but I've lived. <laughs> he's, he's just going back to the past where he's like, Mom, Dad, can you please get a dog? And they're like, no. And then, so he's trying to. But that's what it was like. They were like, no. And then my mom came home with a dog. So okay. you had a dog. I did, yeah. Oh, but up. you've never gotten one your own. I never, per- not as an adult. I've okay. never purchased a dog. Had to pay for the expenses of a dog. You know, okay. during Christmas, the Humane I'd Society gives them away for free. That's yeah, I, I would probably rescue a dog. I'd mean, be so down. Rescue to do that. dogs are always way smarter than incest bred golden retrievers. Yep. I mean, and it's true. It's just science. It's street smarts over <laughs> regular smarts. I don't think you guys. So, Tim, yeah. what is your rebuttal? My rebuttal, Your Honor, Your Your Highness, Your Majesty, is this: a dog is a great idea for companionship, and animals can be very therapeutic, can be healing. We have service animals; they can. They're such a huge help mm-hmm. and an impact in people's lives. However, however, 
that companionship has like a glass ceiling. I, like it's only going to go so far. You can't fuck your dog. <laughs> I wasn't. That's what you're saying. Well, I mean, I mean, technically, <laughs> don't, don't just assume it's all about fucking when it comes to me. Well, you just want that close relationship where you're you're the closest you can physically be with another human. Here's the thing. You can't have sex with your animal. <laughs> you can't have... No. Animals Answered the can, words right out of my Animals can only do so much. Animals can get your attention. You will interact. You will communicate with them. That You've heard of... I've read books. Uh, I was reading a lot of books about kind of not eating meat. And it got into a lot of uh, animal kind of lovers and this kind of vegan life. And it was interesting. A lady that raised chickens said, like, she raised chickens. And one chicken one day came up from out in the pasture. just, And she was like, what the fuck is going on? And she followed the chicken back. All the other chickens are now following her. And there was, a nut, there was like, a, a cow or a fucking goat that was hurt. The chicken brought her. Like, animals can do so much. But there is... This certain intellectual thing, like you're not gonna unless we get a fucking cock up here, just cock a doo doo, you know, and he's on the podcast. I don't think we can podcast with, you know. I, I think there's this intellectual yeah. ceiling, and that connection that you can for sure get with people, I think, is is a part of the companionship that you don't get from pooches and cocks. I agree with you, okay. and I was just I was joking when I said all you need is a dog because I don't even have a dog. So, but I mean, it's like. I think I think dogs do uplift humanity more than than we give them credit for, you know? Like like when someone invented the fucking bicycle wheel, did he have a dog and did the dog make him happy every day? Who knows? You know, maybe it was a crucial part of society developing. But I think back then you didn't need companionship that much because women actually listened. So you you automatically had a wife. There goes our entire female viewership. And <laughs> Nixon, you know, and <laughs> and Aisha, <laughs> Aisha mainly. But anyway, all of think the, about it. But the then again, five. I feel like even back then, all jokes aside, I feel like the chivalry was in a. It's in a way where now we're looking for companionship based off of certain values and certain things that were never even were never even part of the conversation back then. Back then, it was it was so much simpler times. They, you know, people were they weren't so full of themselves. You know, we didn't have these these narcissistic people. Me and you had this conversation earlier, like like on Tinder, right? Mm. You go to swipe, and then there's there's the ratio of women liking women. Uh, I mean, men liking women's posts is so high compared to women liking men's posts. So you you develop this culture of. You know, this this female is now thinking she's better than everyone else. You know what I mean? And the same could be said for males, too. I just think that, that we're in a different day and age now where the the main qualities that used to happen all the time are not even... You, you, there's barely a scent of it now. Like chivalry. Like nobody opens doors for anybody anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody knows about the walking on the sidewalk rule where the man is oh, on the, the left. Outside. Yeah, walks on the outside. Nobody knows that? about that. You, do you know about that? I open that? doors and I I just do that. Like that's just like yeah. you just yeah. That's, just, that's kind of sense, no one right? Told me, I mean, that's I guess cool. I grew up. It's like you should open doors for people. That's yeah. the best thing to do. But like I'm just saying, like people my age, yeah, they don't. there's no there's no respect. Nobody knows that walking on the outside rule. You know, there's 
Dude, and mainly, back when you and I used to live in the 1940s, dude, we <laughs> shit was different. It was. It was you know, the Great like, Depression we was really awesome. Women we were, were working there. back then. When everyone was just killing each other. You know? John uh, Dillinger. I can't do like the gangs, in, gangs in New York. Al Capone, dude, yeah. fucking just put them but, on an island. You know, Alcatraz. That's all I'm saying. It's and you have this culture yeah. where they they're looking for a different type of connection. It's Dude. they're looking for that physical connection because yeah. it sparks something, and then the feelings will come after I bang this guy on the first night. I don't know, dude. I think it's the same. I think it's the same old, same old. Same it's old? just different ways. Really? There's the same no, thing. nothing new under the sun, kind of deal. No. I, don't, I think it's just love. People just want to connect. People want companions. What you were saying, all these things, like that's just it. Like people want friendships. They want companionships. They want male and female. They want connections. They want to develop. They want to try new things. To they want to work with people to solve problems and engage. And we're social creatures. Like like we're like dolphins. You know, we want to banter off of each other and have all these things. That's. But that's just ingrained in humans. That's just okay in our genetics, right? In their DNA. So I, I can go get on board with that. I heard a theory about that. Go. You yes. ready? Yes. Tracing it back to Adam and Eve. The reason, a hypothesis. The reason why we're so... Hypothesis. All right. Something I learned. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, just pick on me because I'm a minority, huh? <laughs> Jesus, Gosh. Mary, and Joseph Stalin get to the point. <laughs> Is, are, aren't I the minority on Maui because the, the population... Not, not right now. There's so many white people now. Right, oh, shit. I'm getting pushed out of my land once again. Shit. I hope I'm you know. sorry, dude. No, I'm just well, joking. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye, Sean. Dude, you're no. sacrificing your life. <laughs> dude, did you just do that? <laughs> You just hailed oh, Hitler. What the heck? Was that was a hail Hitler, man. Your, your hand was flat. Well, what's that, the Superman then? Dude, you got to do the crumb cycle. Is it? <laughs> crumb heil. Dude, that's the half heart, dude. No, dude. That's, that's a crip sign, dude. Heart, that's dude. the crumb heil. That's a crip sign. No, dude. Crumb heil. The crumb cycle so sneaks. You gonna want, You better watch out. There's a sleeper agent two doors over. Fuck the that, German dude. sleeper agent. That. I anyway, think that's. I think he's just an angry man. He probably was French, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, go ahead. His name's Kareem. No, his name is Kareem. Move next door, dude. You know Kareem <laughs> on his flight. So we have a friend named Kareem. He's French, and Side he was trying best. to renew. He's not my. He was friend. trying to renew his. He's my friend. His uh, visa to stay in in Maui longer, but he couldn't, so he had to leave. And on like as soon as he landed outside of the U.S., he got the email that his like for his visa answer. As soon as he landed outside, he said, he's like, I'm not even going to check because he, he has to go back checked? through the whole process again to, to like once he, cause he passed country lines or Oh, and so to leave again. No, to come back again, he has to redo that whole visa so process. So even though, even if it's a yes. Yeah. Even if it's matter. a yes, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. So wait, why did he leave then? He was just like, his visa was going to expire. So it would have been illegal expire? for him to stay. Well, when was it expiring? Like this week. And I guess he hadn't heard back in seven Yeah, so they weren't giving him an answer. Damn, dude, he could have just stayed. I know. That's what we... He was, like, so mad. But he was... Yeah. I mean, hope he had a safe trip. French are just mad in general. So, uh, your story, you were saying. Yeah, back to the... To, so... The theory. It's it's how, you know, women, uh, women... I mean, you know, people are attracted to each other. It's because when God created Adam and Eve, you had Adam who was made from the dust. But then you had Eve who was made from Adam. It was a rib taken from Adam. 
they walked with God and they were like God. Adam was made in God's image. And then, sorry, that's my phone. Okay. And then Eve was made based off of what Adam had. I'm just going to go throw your phone in the toilet. So. (laughs) So. (laughs) So you could just uh, unplug it and I don't know, bring it over here. Thanks. Thanks, man. So whenever you have this human connection, it's you have a man and a woman. They come together and they bond in that type of way. They're actually becoming closer to God because it's in their original state. It's, a, yeah. it's in the original right. state, the combined complete mm. state. The original taint. Dude. Yeah. The original taint. The, the, the yeah. No. Uh, yes, the original taint. The original taint. Oh. The, the one, two, three. <laughs> remember, the, remember the one, two, three? We, we talked about. We're <laughs> 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 hacking the system. The version starts like this. It's like three, one, and two is three. You're like, you're like, the one, two, three. The one, two, three. The fucking, uh, it's the, uh, tell him. So, (laughs) I don't even know what again. You, you were the one that told me about this. So, (laughs) so the idea of one, two, three is that when. One whole person and another whole po- person come together, one and one become two. When they come together and unite, and they're actually whole people and such, and it's a healthy relationship and whatever, they be fucking. They, because they're two people coming together, there automatically is created this third perspective, which is their child. But then the three becomes one again. And that's just the and it's it's just an eternal pattern of. I was just talking to you about numbers, remember the other night, Tim? Yeah. Dude, dude, numbers? Jesus. No, so get this. Fucking? Dude, we got it all on this podcast. So, (laughs) Renegade Supreme. Yeah. uh, Wait, you already. And then Tim's like, all right, yeah, check out my MySpace, guys. Am I, uh, what's your book? Was it booklet or? Subset. Yeah, subset. Dude, I used to have book. Book dumb. So, dumbbooks.com. The reason <laughs> I heard this this uh, this is a really cool this theology thing from from my one of my guys I I'm in a sports brand that's based out of uh, a ministry and there's this pro skater in our sports brand he's also a preacher and he was telling me his thoughts on numbers and the creation and God and he said that that numbers are so big in the spiritual realm because if you were to take any type of scripture, right? And translate it from a language, say to Aramaic, then you change it to Latin, and then you translate all the way down, you translate, you're going to lose so many things in translation. You're going to lose so many things in the process of all of that. But what can't be lost in translation is numbers. That's why numbers are such a big thing in, in the spiritual aspect of things, and they represent something. You have 666 representing man, right? Then you have the each day. The seventh day was a, a number that represents completion in God because he completed and rested, right? So then you even look at it in, in the, the human, like if you look at the human body, you could count down. So like one brain, then you have two eyes, three senses on your face, and then you keep working down all the way down. You, you get all the way down to your nuts. That's number nine because it looks like Cause you get a nine, nine balls. Cause you, cause you have, right? 
That's normal, right? Yeah, nine balls. No, but like if you look at it, if you take a number nine and you kind of, it looks like the penis and the balls and you keep going. And so that's really like looking at that aspect. Like I was like, what the heck? That's a cool theory. Dude, this sounds like some hanky panky woo woo bullshit to me. (laughs) And I'm not picking on you because you're the minority. I'm picking on the white half of you. Oh, well that, that's the white half of me isn't even complete half. The white quarter of you. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, I I agree that there's like math and everything. Um, well, we've spoken about that before. Yeah. But oddly enough, with the the one, the two, the three, which got my juices flowing, when we mentioned the one, two, three again, and with numbers, it's it's important to me to understand that. When in companionship, like the connection, of course, is big, and that's what you were talking about—the one, right? And so the connect, healthy relationship. Like we're just gonna assume, like all that's good. Uh, yeah, I love that. That was. <clears throat> um, but well, I, 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 I didn't love it. Didn't. <laughs> I, 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 there would have been a better, like if it was a girl, but yeah, yeah it was all good. But the connection, so. When I think about companionship, since I'm a social person, what people need, what people I believe should realize is companionship is not a singular kind of thing. It's not, oh, this is my marriage or my significant other. This this is, you know, this isn't, this is my family and, you know, mm-hmm. here in... <laughs> Fuck yeah, right? In Hawaii, dude. dude you did, you did. In, in Hawaii, they have uh, Hanai. And, mm-hmm. and, and like, Hanai is fucking, it's like serious. It's like, that's my brother, that's my sister. Like, that's, so, I, I have a good friend that I, I came up in the world with. And I remember one day we were talking and he was on a job far away from his wife. And he was like, man, I met this girl. And they didn't fuck or anything. He's true to his wife. But it was interesting. He said, man, this connection I have, it was just insane. And he was like, I just really appreciated that connection. And he wanted to see where that would go. Uh, of course, if he's a dog like me, he's just thinking about, Arr! you know what I mean? He's thinking about getting wild. But he was, you know, I feel like that's kind of a guy thing. But he was, he really was like, dude, I think there's something positive you can get from this and it can really help progress you in your life. But those connections, people, they isolate themselves from other connections and think it's all singular. Mm-hmm. And the, the, we are in an ecosystem. And that's the thing. You, you were talking to me the other day. You're like, I think this whole introverted thing is kind of like a product of the modern world where like there's just this idea of separation that doesn't really exist and like this like we're all existing in this ecosystem which is a myriad of various different types of relationships that's what an ecosystem is so like you have your relationship with your lover you have your relationship with your friends your relationship with your animals your relationship with nature relationship with the soil just like the trees have a relationship with the with the mycelium the roots and the squirrels and all this kind of stuff you're you're saying that this just it's it's almost like you can't even draw a line, that the, the, yeah. that we're so yeah. interconnected that we are the tree. Yeah, dude. fuck yeah, we're the we trees. Are the tree. Or like we are the other people. Like when you see someone, like that's just you reflected out. That's mm-hmm. just like your 
reflection to teach you something. We, we are are we are all made of the same stuff and connected in that way. But that's so interesting. Yeah, I was like, dude, this we're we're an ecosystem. Yeah, relationships are within a larger relational ecosystem. I feel like you've talked about that, like the ecosystem idea before. I know you have. Well, we have. But, I don't know if it was uh, me, but, but it really hit me like when you're talking about it. Just talking about like a regular human everyday lives it's like we forget we are in an ecosystem right and let's take out the actual plants and the animals we're living in a social in a social fabricated it it exists within our minds and And, and that's important within the construct of humanity yeah so you you talk about reflection we were national like the the countries the societies the ecosystem that's all an ecosystem you talked about always on the phone with you before we got here and you were saying like about victims and how it's like it's what they kind of bring towards them like this idea of reflecting right so in companionship in in relationships in these connections if you're on that slippery slope you know what i mean smoking on that dope you know yeah. what i mean if you're if you're in the bad in a bad way the connections you will still make connections you're not ousted or excommunicated from the social system maybe the proper or mm. popular but you're gonna garner connections and those can be very disruptive and unhealthy for your life and then you see how it can blend over into other people your family's life if you ever had i mean because my uncle fucking i love my uncle dude sahastra he's fucking murph he's got tall as fuck dark as fuck he's got this really deep voice Wears gold rings and fucking dresses. What's, his, what's his name? Sahastra. Sahastra. Yeah. Indian as it gets. Indian yeah. as it And gets. he's jacked? Dude, he's fucking... He's, you, everyone always gets jokes about my titties and my shoulders. That's where we get it from, dude. Not my dad. He's dude, white. Sahastra. Dude, you fucking... Dude, how, how tall is he? Like, like dude, seven six. five? <laughs> <laughs> if you saw for Indian, he's probably 5'11". That's, okay, yeah. that's what I'm thinking, dude. Yeah. This is wrong. Hello. Just a guy two inches taller than me. Just <laughs> it's like he's it's like, the tallest man I've ever met. He sounds he's like, the tallest guy in Tim's yeah. family ever. <laughs> <laughs> he's the tallest. He's the tallest guy I could ever imagine. He says he sounds like Thor. Yeah. Why hello, human? <laughs> I come from above. Is he come. bathed in gold? Oh yeah, just, dude. He looked. But the idea is. He was in and out of prison, and when we would try to help him, the idea was like if if he wasn't trying to be rehabilitated or trying to do a be- have a better course for his life, my mother would just be like, "We're kind of we're like we're gonna avoid, we're gonna stay away." Like we've we've brought him in, we've shown him love, we've shown him aloha, we've brought him in, and he keeps choosing to 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 go down a negative path. And mm. she was like, I'm always there for you, brother. But the thing is, you are now influencing the rest of my family. And and so a lot of people, if they have like an outlier, cousin, brother, mom or dad, like some people we know, they've got their their other parent. And it's like, you go say hi to him, you see him, but you kind of separate yourself because mm-hmm. those negative connections will kind of blend into your everyday life. And I mean, some of the questions I think that brings up is like, how much do you, you know, how do you kind of deal with that connection? How do you... I think you should, I think, I think we ought to be selfish enough to say, to, 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 to say I will not go and spend time with people that 
Smoke do not crack. Make, make me happy. That's yeah. it. Like, if mm-hmm. you don't feel good around someone, then you should, then there's no... I'll see you guys later. There's no... <laughs> yeah, I just fucking... Did. Why are we here? That's what I was what? thinking. <laughs> um, like, you sh- I think you should give yourself permission to stop hanging around those people yeah. that don't make you feel good. Like, like, be fucking selfish about that shit because... Be a renegade. Be a renegade. It's not helping them. It's like, it's like you go... It's like you're on the playground and you're a kid and you're playing with some kids and they're just being assholes and they're kicking sand in your face. And then you go... Well, I'm going to go over there, and you find a new group of friends to play with. It's like, but I think people don't, and it never like, stops. You're always going to have to keep separating yourself. Yeah, your whole life. Maybe, so, but maybe not. Oh yeah, there's always going to be well, somebody. Jacob, I I do want to. Interesting enough, you saying that is. I mean, you have strong uh, thoughts. I mean, we all do, but you have strong thoughts on the connections, especially with friends and in that kind of social environment. Oddly enough, born and raised Lahaina, dude. Born and raised on an island. You feel like you can't get away from anything sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I also, it makes me wonder, because we talked about the other day, about with the, the, the inequalities in life and people's lives and some of the discrimination and the atrocities that were perpetrated upon like the native Hawaiians and the Polynesians and just the locals in general, right? That sometimes I felt like the people here felt like, these these are the only people they felt like they were the only people in the world that bad shit's happened to and it's worse to them and no one else realizes what they but it is an island and there is something beautiful and magical about it here but it definitely can give you a short-sighted point of view because the things that are happening here are happening everywhere else there's nothing new under the sun as you were kind of saying it's like go like you know whenever i hear like people talk about like like oh, man us African and Americans, it's it's been we were slaves. It's like yeah, the Gentiles were slaves, and he, you know what I mean. Joseph and his people were the Armenians. There's genocide. This stuff happens, mm-hmm. and so I when you say saying. you have to keep doing it and keep getting away from it, maybe some of that has to do with this kind of beautiful place. Like I I, I imagine that could be hard, like a hell's paradise kind of thing. Yeah, because I mean, even if you go, we just found out the lady that we talked to at. The mall. We went to this Hawaiian store. Yeah. And that's your cousin. Yeah. Kind of. That's my auntie. That's my relative. I yeah. didn't even know. We didn't even know. And then uh, I was like, oh, Kaika, right? We talked to this. Her name was Raquel. She's, I was like, Madero Society. He was like, oh, yes, that's my auntie. He was, yeah, yeah, the new store. And I was like, oh, fuck. Boy. Which is nuts because Kaika, you know Kaika from Cabo Bar? Yeah, That's my cousin. Yeah. Damn. The one that worked on the Isn't that wild? We didn't even know that we were, that we were cousins. And then he was like, oh, yeah, my cousin. And I was like, that's my first cousin. He's like, that's my cousin. That's my second cousin. And I was like, we're cousins then. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. But I think I think it's not it's not necessarily the place because you can always like the place. You know, if you're not meant to be there, you should leave. But a lot of the things from and this is obviously I have a very strong feeling <laughs> in theory about Sorry. this because I I've gone through it multiple times over and over and over again. It's people. It's people. It is one hundred percent people. Every single time, the issue is people. A lot of the times, and, and people, including myself, some I am part of the issue a lot of the times. But growing up, I got bullied by everybody because I was white. I was born and raised here. Bullied because I'm white. Yeah. I had the mentality of, of, of a Hawaiian born and raised here. That's the thing. Like People ask me, okay, are you Hawaiian? I mean, yes, I am. 
I'm not like Hawaiian has two meanings. It's Hawaiian lineage and then it's Hawaiian mentality and born and raised here. So because I'm born in the Hawaiian Islands and I have the mentality to respect the island, respect the culture, respect family, love people, show aloha, that makes me Hawaiian. Yeah. And so growing up, I dealt with that all the time. It was getting bullied by my cousins, getting bullied at school, all of that. And I just realized, okay, why am I trying to gain approval from all these people? I need to shun them away. Then the older I get, people start to be more uh, receptive of who I am. They think I'm cool. They think, okay, then all that stops. You go, you get friends, they turn, you, you get this one bad apple off the tree and it turns in, you know, just to be on the lookout. Like, right. my opinion, bro, always, you know, get a girlfriend and then breaks up with you, dates your friend. Happens all over. Yeah. We just talked to the client today and that happened to him too. Yeah. You know? And so like, it's, it's just, I, I think most of the time for me is, and to separate yourself, there's always going to be something. Like, there's always going to be something that you have to deal with. Not necessarily you let into your circle, but there's always going to be something outside of your bubble that's shooting stuff at your bubble trying to mess with you. Mm-hmm. See that here. You get 301 and you get 304. Yeah. Wait, right there. There's 301. I, I, th- I have a different perspective because I, I have experienced similar things. And now, I don't know if it's because I'm older or what, what, but I now I believe that everything is a reflection of... Like that outer poking the inner bubble in my mind doesn't exist anymore. And it's all me. And so if someone is attacking me, I have something to do with that. There's something, not that I pissed them off. Cause if they're attacking me, it's not cause I did something wrong. Cause maybe they're, someone's coming to me for some reason, but in my mind, it's where have my thoughts been at? Have I been thinking about people yelling for a long time or have I been, what have I been thinking about for the past like few days? Have I been, th- and then did this come as a result of me thinking about it? Cause I really do think like the more thoughts we think, the more likely we're going to experience that thing. And so I, and this, this goes back to like health things. Like I do believe me becoming healthier was a result of me thinking differently, not, mm-hmm. not me attacking all the problems. Like sure. I did attack problems, but the basis of it was, was a state, a statement of, uh, me changing and letting go of how the external world was failing miserably at helping like the doctors and then all the testing and all this external stuff. So it's like, but I do agree with you in that we're always challenged. And so we're always, yeah, every single time. you're never, you're never done. Like you're never done with life. Like once you figure shit out and you got a job and all this stuff, you're at a new level where then you're at a whole new set of conditions that are brand new that are going to cause you to have this internal turmoil. So you have new ideas and new things that you want from that new place. But I also believe the things that repeat in our lives aren't repeating necessarily in everyone else's lives, but if they're repeating in our lives, that there's a reason for that. And it's actually an internal reason. But then again, you could be the best version of yourself and you could always, you know, like, in my opinion, there's certain things, like, where I have done nothing wrong. Right. And it's not even me. You know what right. I mean? But that's mm. just like you said, it's always... I think there in life, there's so many trial by fire, and we seek to... Am I shaking this thing too much? I don't think, it, I don't think it's picking up. I wonder if it's picking up. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to do that. That's weird. Um, but, like, there's so many, like, you know, you seek to build yourself up. You seek to make yourself stronger, but... 
this is where you lose a lot of people in this process where they settle because they're so tired of fighting to gain that maturity. Right. You got to put yourself through the fire. You're going to get burned a little, but then at the end, you're going to be made stronger. That's why it's good to have friends like that one saying iron sharpens iron. Like it's good to have people around you that sharpen each other. You play off of each other and, and, right. and you grow each other. That's yeah. Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. Yes. Like. Yes. It's in Proverbs. And what is the... As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Right. So, and I, I agree with that because I think um, it's through the hard times that you learn. But I think um, if you don't learn, you're going to keep getting the hard times. Like, you're going to keep getting the same hard times. And if you don't learn... And it's not that I don't think we have to learn. I don't think we're, I don't think we're put here on earth to learn lessons because we were, were problems and we're sinners and we're supposed to learn stuff. No, that's, yeah, no. That's very Roman Catholic. I don't believe in that. I believe that we attract lessons because internally we want to understand why things are the way things are. And we want to learn that lesson. Why do things work out the way they work out? Um, so, well, I think we, like, there's something can happen in your life and you could say, well, I logically, I did nothing. And this goes to being 100% responsible, the Dr. Hugh Len thing. But, um, oh, yeah. Like something, something negative can happen because we've all had negative things happen in our lives. Like, like I could go back to my life in childhood, health conditions, having Lyme's disease, having these things, digestive issues, and be like, that was the outside world failing and affecting me but as i've healed as i've gotten older my mindset is now i attracted those experiences to understand this world and that's how a really work. cool mindset i like that mindset. but it's the only mindset i could possibly live with because otherwise i just believe the outside world is going to come get me anytime yeah but i don't believe that i believe it's totally and i so i believe you can attract like you can attract something not not so fun and it could logically it's like i did nothing logically to piss that guy off but i believe if your thoughts are in a certain way you're going to attract people thinking the same thoughts and so if you're angry all the time and most of us don't even realize where, where we're feeling especially men like if we're angry all the time we're gonna bump in randomly to angry people i truly believe that i truly believe that well so i feel like what I understand what you guys have said is pretty cool because this reception, this reciprocation of connections and kind of going out there. And you said though, always be on guard and like forever kind 100%. of always going, right? So, and then you were talking about, you know, it's not necessarily the environment, right? You kind of jumble out and put it in a fucking eight ball and say, what is that, you know? Uh, so with the companionship, I've said this before, but it's like this self-interest, selfishness is self-interest and self-interest is self-growth. And I truly believe self-growth is done in many different ways. One of the monumental ways it's done is with other people and companionship and connections are very important to me. And I think it's very important for people to remember my belief that 
you can only go so far without any type of social interaction, whether that be with the dog or the bears or the, the plants and uh, the trees out in the wilderness or with the weather fucking with the smoke. I don't know what fucking savages do, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's something that must be done in, in those connections. Like you, you will forever somewhat be challenged because we have mm. to do it with other people. And mm. if the, the reflections, like if you're getting these reflections, you're like, fuck dude, these reflections kind of, these connections and reflections and you know, deflections, reflections. If this is happening, <laughs> if this is happening, dude, are you is this spoken word? Yeah. Dude, he was oh, listening well. to rap with me yesterday. So that's why, probably why. Reflections, perspections, yeah. directions, and yeah. reflections, perspective, yeah. direction, reflection. Big black erections, bitch. <laughs> if, if you're having these oh. reflections and you're not necessarily super okay with that, there are the people that you you cruise with, that you roll with, and I I believe that their right. reflections and stuff uh, you're you're a part of that because it's oh, it's yeah. almost this kind of like where was it two or more are gathered yeah. than, than yeah. I am, yeah. and so it's like now yeah. it's this this kind of group reflection. There's personal kind of interactions and yeah, connections, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think companionship is one of the ways that you will kind of. Trek, you know, like trudge, trudge through the trenches to get through mm, yeah. those like negative reflections. But it was like all that shit you guys were saying. I was like, oh, that's really fucking and it's, cool. And it's <laughs> good too because like the reason <laughs> I the, the reason I know Tim is because I went through one of the hardest moments in my life, oh. like on par with the fire. Yeah, and I never knew about the Kava Bar. I had a friend that brought <laughs> that decided to bring me to the Kava Bar. I went to the Kava Bar in this mentality where I was just so broken and so hurt and in so much pain and angry and yeah. and I met these guys dude yeah. and they smile too I remember the first I remember like the first three times that you like Brandon was like oh dude and you I remember I was like kind of sitting down or something you were like oh you, you were just like kind of like yeah a good like fucking carried and good strut and you like oh, what's going on man what Jacob I was like oh what's up I remember you always had your hair tied back you were always off work you always had that 808 um, hat on yeah and you had some other. But the thing is, is like you see me with that stride, I was the worst mentally I've ever been in my life. Mm. And and I only started getting good when I met Tim, when I met Losa, when I met Brayden, Pate, Tahiti, Sean, Liza, yeah. Jonathan, his girl, all of them. Mm. And it was like the like I the the thing is is that you when you find people and I realize when you find people that have gone through the same thing as you it's the best to heal. But the, th the step you need to take in order to heal is to take a step out and be willing to meet these people. Mm. That's the big thing. Yeah. Because I'm willing to keep... And willing to maybe let go of... Oh, yeah. 100%. Relationships. So yeah. maybe and it, kind it of helped discard me. some connections and, and renew yeah. some... Yeah. And I, I agree with that because you were kind of alluding to like this idea that like as we grow maybe we always are gonna have to let go of old relationships and accept new oh, ones oh yeah like that's an eternal process and I, I I think I agree with that and I think those good relationships like when you were at your lowest and you were giving up and then you meet Tim and you meet all these guys they are they are also a reflection of you that mm -hmm. is a reflection to the, the universe is saying this is who you are like these are the people you should hang because it feels good that's how you know yeah. that's who you are that's the what, what really the truth is and then like you look at Kava Bar most of these people have been in such deep dark pits yeah 
most of them have been alcoholic. Yeah. I was alcoholic too. Yeah. You know, we chose a different thing. Like, okay, we're doing the Kava Bar. We're having fun. We're yeah. talking with each other, playing hyping games. each other up, playing games. Like, the reason me and this guy got connected is because he started playing Catan. Chess. Hell yeah. And chess. Catan and chess. chess. Yeah. Hell yeah. Matt Marlin, what's up? Let's play some Catan, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Dude. Matt Marlin. Shout out Catan. Yeah. And and so like that Shout was really cool. Austin. Yeah. And Austin. then and then when I got I through that game. mindset oh, and I was yeah. there with the right people, when something terrible happened in my life, it didn't affect me because I had those strong people with me. Yeah. Like when the car got stolen. I was yeah. like pissed off one the, for one night okay. and then after that we were just making jokes about it yeah like i was mad dude i was fuming but mm. then because i had strong connections with these people mm. it created this atmosphere inside of me that was like i don't care i have what i need right now yeah 100 yeah which is wild man these, yeah, the the and you know who you are. So solid, yeah. Because because when you like reflections also tell you a lot about who you are, like the people in your life. And there's a there's a really great book called A Course in Miracles, which is all about your relationships and how your relationships are like, you know, Hong Kong tailored suits to show you who you are. Oh wow! Especially the ones that are tr- especially like the romantic relationships that try you and that make you question and make you fight and you're like arguing and all that that's a hong kong tailored suit perfectly fit so you can understand who you really are that's really good this I like course that. Of miracles there's a really good it's like it's not the it's like a modern day bible-ish type of a book that was written by in like the 50s i think but it's a big big book and it's got like a the it reads like the bible like it's really it, like the language like it's so complicated. It hacks your brain, so you can't, you can't like underthink it. You like, it's a really good book if you're an overthinker. Yeah, it's a if big you're like book. a professor, um, if you're really smart, you've got a PhD, and you're you're trying to get into spirituality, and you're like, it's too simple. I can't. It's not. Read a course in miracles. That shit's so complicated. It will break your brain open. Like it's that's the awesome. weirdest shit. But that's the basics of it. It's your life is constantly ref- is responding to you in real time and I, I I'm a fan of that idea have you I appreciate you mentioning that what was the author of that one A Course in Miracles is by two people let me yes, just look it up the author okay while you're looking at that, here I want to plug another book this one is by Thomas Merton and he was a Trappist monk and it's called A New Man that book because he was a philosopher as well philosophizer but that book i read it when i was high as fuck <laughs> dude and i remember that it was just coming to me dude the words were just fucking just coming in you yeah coming in me coming on me dude all and, over and dude the money shot was when i got to the end and i was like oh my gosh i'm so much smarter <laughs> but thomas merton is Hell good yeah. stuff so oh do you have the authors the author uh helen schumann um the underlying premise is that the greatest miracle is the act of simply gaining a full awareness of love's presence in a person's life. And this is, I think this is what I mean by it, like this life is responding to you in real time. Um, and then Schumann said the book had been uh, kind of, uh, what does it say? It just kind of says she channeled it. Read the words 
the I've never met Helen, so I can't speak for her. But it, it's it's a it's a really famous famous book, and okay. at least in the people who are looking into philosophy, spirituality, that kind of stuff. So with the reflections you're talking about, the first thing I wanted to mention was it reminds me bits and pieces of that movie Inception when they're walking oh. around and it's like all the the, the bad guys are right. these reflections right. or something, these aberrations of right. themselves. Right. And that's the like they're they're their own like worst enemy in that yeah. sense. But have you guys ever thought since we're on this kind of this roller coaster in this world right now, that that's one of the big things with the, the reflections you have is so first of all, you're created in his image, right? So you're you're looking like God looks in a mirror and oh there the boys at that's me and they're me and I'm them. We're a part of that, right? But that is the whole idea. Dude, I love that. I, I believe in my head that you just created, dude. <laughs> oh, little boy, man, dude, man, I'm, yeah. you look good. I make one dems. Just fucking. Boop. So you're implying God is white? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I must retract that. Redact that. Redact. Retract. retract that. Recycle. Reuse. Redu- retract. Redact. Reduce. Reuse. Recycle. Connect. Attack. Reduce. Reuse. Recycle. Dude, Sparky. So sorry. What were you saying? No. I believe that's why modern Christianity is so popular because there is the Old Testament, the Torah, right? Then you have the New Covenant. And in the New Covenant, the idea is Christ came, he died, he rose again. And so before to get a penance and to cleanse yourself of your wrongdoings, you would go and sacrifice an animal, right? Their blood, blood atonement. Or on a certain day, the priest would go and there was, you could go in as a regular person only so far. Then there was like the holiest of holiest and only like the highest priest could go in. But all that was, was taken away after Christ did his work, right? The new covenant. And the idea is a personal relationship. So when it's, right. it, it wasn't right. something I originally thought when I brought up companionship, but in this idea of you must go get through the world, I believe with other people, it's, it's how we help navigate through this world like that call to adventure no yeah it's like it's like okay it was frodo but samwise gamgee was with him you know what i mean harry potter he had two friends with him he had these these uh, there is like hercules but hercules always had like i mean it's just there's there's other people involved and this idea is you your companionship with the divine like there's an open like runway yeah open lines real time and and you can and you can access that. Yeah. And that's why, that's another part of companionship. And every time people are like, you know, I'm just going to do it on my own. Like, I make my own money. I pay for my own shit. You know what I mean? I'm African and American. I'm from the barrio. <laughs> I'm Mexican. I do all my shit. I get my fucking nails. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, we're all our own people. And we need to be individuals. But you got to do this with other people. And that's why I think so many times it's like the dictator falls, right? Because he pushes everyone away. Right. No companionship is like, fuck everyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. All my favorite people are bad dictators. I love those people. Yeah. And they fall. You know what I mean? But you that... that connection with... Mm-hmm. With... That but, yeah. Companionship with yeah. uh, your inner being, your soul, yeah. God, divinity. I, I mean, it just kind of hit... Because I didn't think about that when I was 
talking like bringing up yeah. what I wanted to talk about. But I think that's a, I think that's probably why you know with Christianity it's so huge, and why that they I think was it. Islam is either the most popular or the second most popular religious um, kind of outlet there is. But, and there's reason for that. We could get into that on another podcast. But the discipline and the kind of sacrifice. But one thing I don't believe that it shares with Christianity is the, the, the kind of free-flowing mm-hmm. area. It, it, it has a different kind of connection in, in divine, right? Because there's a little bit more servitude in Islam, right. from what I understand. But if we're going to ever talk about that, which would be cool, we definitely want to read some more books on it. But yeah, I just thought yeah. about that. Like that yeah. relationship with Christ, like that's like, oh, what? you need that companion, bro. He's got fucking angels to hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's got but fucking... come on. The, the, that connection is interesting because like, I think it th- there's that companionship, that outer world, you people, me, like we are reflecting each other in many ways and we are, it, this is a real time representation of what's going on inside of you and that is a good confirmation for you but when you go like this that isn't real time that's a replay of something that's always recorded mm-hmm. and so it's not accurate and so like and oftentimes like when i'm on this 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 turns my thoughts in a direction i'm not in control of usually negative and then i go walk out in the world and i start running into people that are reflecting that and it's so it's a very interesting thing it's it's I think what pure pure love is and God whatever God or the universe is love is that there's fairness in, in that what you think about like the way you're thinking you're gonna reflect it and that is he it's just fair like everyone's gonna if you starting today start thinking about disease for the next 30 days you're gonna die you're gonna get some crazy ass disease. There's no question. Everyone knows that. That's, That's why, why COVID you don't was do so it. was yeah. so crazy because everybody was, was so scared. Yeah. yeah. That's why exactly. Then that's why like the people who were just like fuck this yeah. did fine. It's but like so, and not to say like we didn't wear masks. So I didn't whatever. wear a mask and I never caught COVID and I tested. You know so, why? It, yeah. So this this whole I didn't do this COVID. whole thing. I think that's what love is. That that yeah. that that. Mm-hmm. You have the freedom. Why? Why this whole idea of why would God create a world where we, where, where you could have war and where you can, men can have freedom of will? Well, that's love. It's that you can think what you want and you could focus on whatever you want and you could focus on the darkness for as long as you want and dive deep into the violence as deep as you want, and then you could turn around when you're ready, or you can die and try again. But like, you have that freedom we have that freedom we have the choice this goes back to the choice this is the victor's mentality mm-hmm. thinking and knowing that you have choice but this is a choice real time and it doesn't have to be like life or death it could be like very minor things where we have these conversations with people and we're seeing the real time reflection of it this is real right here right now you're a physical being and made of matter and so am i and we're talking to each other and i also have this connection with my soul or my spirit or God or this, this, this energy that is out and everywhere and within, you know, and that, that relationship too. Those are real time. And how do I know that connection with God or my, the connection with myself? Probably by my emotions, probably by the way, probably by the way I feel about things when I say them. If I say that, you know, that this race is better than that race, I'm going to feel that in my gut. It's not going to feel good. 
At which that's point? why that's why racism is always said with hatred and anger because hatred and anger do not they don't work with your soul. They mm-hmm. don't fit. Everyone's soul is like going to say the same thing that we are all good people. We are all loved, probably misunderstood, you know. So that's you can't like you can't think thoughts of pure racism if you're happy. I don't believe that. You accept you. <laughs> well, that's the relationships that I have. The reason that because I'm as what people will call me, and that know me, and that listen. If you're my friend and you're not listening, fucking listen to this podcast. Uh, I'll be called it attention Wait, whore, social butterfly. These are things, right? But I, I thrive in these social, in in that social ecosystem because companionship is very important to me. And mm. in some instances, I've actually gotten better. But my wife is always like, "Well, I'm not worried. If we go somewhere, you'll meet somebody," you know. And right, yeah. it's crazy how me meeting people and having those connections. Uh, those connections are so important to me because even the ones that they're not surface area, but they're in more of that acquaintance. Strangers. Strangers. It, 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 those connections is just, it's, it's crazy what it's like the next day, like you talk about, it's like, oh man, this suddenly helped. Right, us. right. I act like it's like so profound and I know like two things happened the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, this is badass. And then I forgot, but <laughs> well, no, the, those the, it's, but, but it's almost like you with with strangers you see the, the reflection more obviously than with someone you've been living with. It it, it just helps. It, it helps so much. Yeah. These these connections, but the companionship with like with my wife, like that helps me in a lot of ways. And there's needs that are nurtured and growing there, and. We always write letters, like, well, we'll write letters, but I'll write letters a lot uh, more so. And and one of the things when we first started dating was, like, you know, it's me and you against the world, right? And it's, like, that's a cliche, classic, faggot-ass shit to say. But, like, but that's how it feels because that's your, like, I don't believe also that that's my best friend in the whole world and we're going to have an ever after. It's like, God, fucking make me sick, dude. That's stupid. <laughs> because... I, I, I don't have Robin Hood Rumble do the forest <laughs> yeah. Rumble do the not away best <laughs> song goes one best friend I drinking have drinking out the water hole didn't worry about the talk toxins bullfrog sorry so you're saying you know, my best my friend, wife against the whole world yeah my best friend is not Aww. fucking my wife my best friend is not your dog my it's buddies. Neville that's it's, why you should get a dog <laughs> Neville is not my get your fucking goddamn African gnat out of here wow, that's <laughs> dude that is really, a big gnat you're really reflecting something that's within yeah I don't like Americans African <clears throat> No, my best friend is not one person. It is like it is the closest people that create my environment, mm. and that may change and it may go up and down and back and forth. Mm. But I, it's almost to the point where it can be something that is is weak or like a weakness. It's something that I've worked on because I can be very social and be very out there, and I need to attend to certain things and make sure these reflections are, are positive as positive as they can be. At least move that way. Yeah. But I. I, I thrive in that and I believe that's how human beings need to mm. thrive and I think people that have a lot of issues one 
they're not exhausting new connections. They're not caring about that's that whole thing is like once you kind of get you're done with somebody it's like you never know what you had till you lost it right yeah, yeah. so it's really crazy when i do stuff like this and i t- and we're kind of talking story and i'll be like fuck man that i like i miss like you know these people i love like my wife or something you know i right. mean sometimes but right but it's it's a it's it's how we it's how we go about and it and it, i believe it has to work that way Almost like, you know, like legalistically, like literally. Right. But I just, I'm such an advocate of those companionships. And I mean, that's why I'm sitting here talking with you. We met so long ago. And then we just kind of kept and see what you see. Dude. Right. Fu- we kept bumping into each other. You see the cooler? You see that kind of igloo cooler I have at the house? The white one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know where that fucking came from? This motherfucker. We were living in Kalui. And I hadn't seen Sean. He was done at the zip line. I was here. Did I, I mean... Hadn't seen him, whatever. And he goes, I was on the bus and riding in the back with Rosa Parks. And, you know. Oh, my God. And, I was on the bus when I did that. And he bought, he went to Ace Hardware. And oh he thought of God. somebody. And he was like, what's your address? And then he fucking came by and dropped that cooler off. Yeah. Me. That's gangsta. Yeah. Right. So like, how was Rosa Parks that day? That was in, uh, that was in, great, by the way. But uh, <laughs> that was in a time I was purposeful. Fully trying to give more gifts, and I think if anyone's tr- like looking to do something life changing, just try and give more gifts for like a week. Just, just try. You will see things happen. Like, that's true. You will be, and it will, it will benefit you. Like that's something I did, and it meant a lot. It, it's still, you still remember it, and yeah. it's like I, and it was fun for me. I was like, oh, you know, you get to spend a little money on. Oh, I thought that glass. I was thought I was so you. ready for that glass to break. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> 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 We're trying to say you're really fucking just for all the for all the Spotify listeners, huge. Tim just stepped on this little table, this little coffee table yeah. in front of our couch. Made of like wicker. Wicker and then, and then glass on top. Glass top. And the glass is very thin and we thought it was gonna break. I thought it was gonna break like a car window. Yeah, know? yeah. Like, like you see those videos of people walking on Lamborghini like windshields and just yeah, yeah. Wait, what were we saying? I was closing my eyes. I, I was really Dude, Asian. Just, I was like, uh, uh. what we, what, what were we talking about, Tim? The connections, and it's just so so. Oh, so the yeah. cooler. Yeah, yeah. Did yes. you did you crop dust when you did that? No, I didn't. I, I swear to God, somebody did. No, you I did. Fucking no, I didn't. Oh, okay. You're so, over there, and it's being blown over. Oh, here. that's why. No, my dick doesn't smell that bad. My dick has got Did you queef? Was that you? No, I wasn't. I would. I always ask. Do you guys even hear that? Fucking let one fly. I never let one rip. What is that smell? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, but yeah. So you get <laughs> you get gifts, and you start to be, like you when you give gifts too. You start to believe that you are a gift giver, and that means you are more abundant than you were before. And then you start to think those thoughts and then you start to reflect that. And then that starts to reflect back at you. So it's a really, really powerful thing. I should do it more. I probably will do it more after this conversation. But fuck yeah. Um, So you were saying, Tim, you you met me like in the cooler. What were you going? I don't know where you're going. Well, that's the... That's the whole thing with these connections that you, you can garner and that you can kind of cultivate yeah you did that and 
it's, it wasn't that I never thought about you. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, what's Sean doing? Or, oh, hey, you know. And then it's like, oh, shit. Like, that's that reflection. Like, that was a reflection of you. It was a reflection of me. And it yep. was like, oh, 100%. wow, this is really cool. Yeah. And those are the things that my wife appreciates about me and absolutely fucking gets run off to the fucking to the roof. She, it's this infuriating thing is these connections that I get and these, these people I meet, these friends and then companions, you know, acquaintances and then become friends, no longer strangers. It has helped na- me navigate through this world. And I'm going to tell you what, just like you said, the world makes sense that way. You know, how you see it. Like, I'm going to think more thoughts and this is going to happen. It makes sense that it's like, we need a place. Right? right. We need a place to live. And it's like, oh, everyone's like, dude, I've asked so many people yeah. that go, oh, man, dude, look, Facebook right here. I was like, oh, okay, because I didn't check Facebook. Right. Like, I know I'm not big on the social media and technology. I'm not that much. I'm not that incompetent. Like, there are outlets to do it. But I ask people. It's the first thing I do. Yeah. And, yeah. And, it, and it begins to reflect in this one. The place we live now, the landlord said, he goes, I want to thank you for the energy you put into this and to send in a couple short text messages, a couple phone calls, checking in, not too rushed, maybe let the week. He goes, you filled the application out. We had a really nice conversation. He goes, and then you wrote a letter, a handwritten letter. And he goes, you just kind of showed me. And he goes, I really appreciate that. And it's like, bam, we have a place. Yeah. And the that com- yeah, the companionship you. and the friendships and relationships that we have with the Kava Bar like the owners and then with the people that go there is pretty fucking insane because it has helped different things. I haven't, you know, taxed anyone yet to like, Hey, give me a fucking job at the cop park. Cause that's what I want. But they're, they're going through a thing and they're trying to take care of those employees after all this disaster. But I honestly believe if I need something, I was like, because after the big thing with the initial fire happened, mm-hmm. Uh, I was starting connecting with some other people I hadn't connected with during, you know, during the whole disaster, the immediate days and months afterwards or weeks. And then finally it's like, oh, hey, oh, you're doing good? Hey, just so you know, I've been working with a guy and we are non-affiliated, grassroots. I know you have a lot of people, especially if they're born and raised here. They got plenty of support, right? Family, like cousin guys, walking Anthony over there. But I was like, if you need anything, we'll deliver to you and we can get anything you need. And I remember the first time I sent that message, I was like, you can get anything you need? I was like, no, fuck, we can't. Whatever they need, we will get. And then, like... And it was very much possible. Yeah. Like, I he, had doctors on my side. I had teams, special teams. I had people that could write prescription out. They said, whenever you need a prescription, let me know. I was like, I need Zannies. No, I didn't say that. I <laughs> but, need some fucking insulin and some Viagra, bitch. <laughs> Give me some Percocet. <laughs> Relationships, Wing, Zannies, and Viagra. Stat. You gotta plant. You gotta fucking feed those relationships, and 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 you get you get fulfilled like personally. Yeah. But you're fulfilling those other people, especially when they're positive and good connections and reflections. Yes. And then that's the only way I know to navigate. And that's what I. I feel like you're a re- like that's your thing. Yeah, you're that's a what I want people to do. If they don't do it, fuck. Like when I think of Tim, I think of like he's a relationships man. He's always one hundred percent. Yeah, just take a shot. Yeah. Diluting it is better for your teeth. But it makes you a pussy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Just, you, that was beautiful. I, that was fucking... Round of applause. 
I got nothing. I think we should end it on that. Yeah? Right? We're ending it on that? 